Dr. Balagay here. This podcast is on must-know facts about breast cancer. It is the first of a series on breast cancer. It is from an outstanding chapter on breast cancer by Dr. Robert Veselowski and Dr. Charlie Shapiro. Dr. Veselowski is Associate Professor of Internal Medicine at The Ohio State University and a board-certified medical oncologist. He is recipient of the ASCO Merit Award and Faculty Conquer Courage and Cure Foundation Award for dedication to breast cancer research and outstanding patient care. He also participates in numerous educational activities for residents and fellows and leads the Breast Medical Oncology Education Session and is a member of the Breast Cancer Continuum Educational Program. Dr. Charlie Shapiro is co-director of the Dubin Breast Cancer Center and the Translational Breast Cancer Research Center at the Mount Sinai Health System and director of the Survivorship Program at the Tisch Cancer Institute at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York, New York. With the exception of skin cancers, breast cancer is the most common type of malignancy diagnosed in women in the U.S. It represents one-third of all cancers found in women and one in eight women, or about 13%, will be diagnosed with breast cancer over their lifetime. In 2015, it is estimated 231,840 individuals, approximately 124.8 per 100,000, were diagnosed, and 40,290 died from breast cancer. In addition, breast cancer is the second leading cause of cancer-related deaths in women. The worldwide annual incidence of breast cancer is approximately 1.38 million. Ethnicity, race, and age impact the incidence of breast cancer. Caucasians and African Americans have the highest rate, 128 and 124 per 100,000 respectively. Whereas the incidence is lower in Asians, Hispanics, and Native Americans, 97, 92 and 82 per 100,000 respectively. The median age of diagnosis is 61. The incidence rises sharply after the age of 45 and levels off at age 75. Based on surveillance epidemiology and the end result database, that's the SEER database, approximately 1.8%, 9.6%, 22.2%, 20.7% and 14.8% of breast cancers are diagnosed in persons aged 20 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 54, 55 to 64, 65 to 74 and 75 to 84 years of age respectively. Breast cancer is much less common in men and accounts for only 2,240, about 1% of all cases. Since early 1980s, the incidence of invasive breast cancer increased on an average by about 4% per year. This was attributed mainly to the gradual increase in the use of screening mammography. A small additional increase in the incidence has been observed in 90s, thought to be related to cultural changes such as delayed age of childbearing, decreasing number of pregnancies, high prevalence of obesity, and use of hormone replacement therapy 
with estrogen and progesterone. Following 2002, the incidence of breast cancer has steadily declined and has been attributed to a decline in the use of hormone replacement therapy after the publication of the Women's Health Initiative trial results. Breast cancer-specific mortality has been declining since 1990s. This decline is thought to be the result of screening mammography, leading to a detection of breast cancers at an early and potentially curable stage. The increasing use of and improvements in systemic chemo and anti-estrogen therapies and better supported therapy may also be responsible for the improvements in breast cancer mortality. Large decreases in breast cancer mortality were seen in women less than 50 years of age in contrast to women older than 50 years, 3.2% versus 2% decrease per year. It is important to recognize that the death rates in African American women are higher than in Caucasian counterparts. Based on the 2013 SEER database, mortality from breast cancer is 22.1 per 100,000 in white women, while 30.8 per 100,000 in African American women, approximately 28% difference. The reason for the higher mortality is not entirely clear. Less access to screening mammography cannot completely account for this difference given the fact that the mortality in African-Americans are higher even after adjustments are made for stage. Risk factors for breast cancer. The factors that increase the likelihood of developing breast cancer can be divided into several categories, including female gender, age, the risk of breast cancer increases with advancing age, hormonal factors, familial predisposition, proliferative breast disease, exposure to chest wall radiation at an early age, personal history of cancer, and modifiable risk factors. Female gender in comparison to male gender has a relative risk of 100. Hormonal factors, first term pregnancy above the age of 30 years of age has a relative risk of 1.2 to 1.7. A first pregnancy below the age of 20 years has a relative risk of 0.4. Onset of mirarchy below the age of 12 years or menopause onset above the age of 55 years has a relative risk of 1.2 to 1.3. The use of combined hormone replacement therapy has a relative risk of 1.5. Oophorectomy before the age of 35 has a relative risk of 0.4. Familial factors Germline BRCA1 or 2 mutation has a relative risk of 10 to 32. A first degree relative with breast cancer has a relative risk of 1.5 to 2. A second degree relative with breast cancer has a relative risk of 3. Having one pre-menopausal first degree relative with bilateral breast cancer has a relative risk of 9. Increased breast density has a relative risk of 5. Benign breast disease has a relative risk of 1.56. In the, this category, non-proliferative lesions have a relative risk of 1.27. Pro proliferative lesions with atypia has a relative risk of 1.88. And pre-malignant breast lesions in this category has a relative risk of 4.0. Chest wall radiation before the age of 30 
has a relative risk of 7 to 17. Modifiable risk factors include postmenopausal obesity, alcohol intake, smoking, and sedentary lifestyle. Postmenopausal obesity has a relative risk of 1.2 to 1.9. Alcohol intake, that's about two drinks per day, has a relative risk of 1.2. Smoking has a relative risk of 1.2. And sedentary lifestyle has a relative risk of 1.1 to 1.8. Hormonal factors. A large number of risk factors can be combined into one category, best described as hormonal factors related to lifetime exposure to endogenous or exogenous estrogens. By exogenous estrogens is hormone replacement therapy. The results of studies linking oral contraceptives use and the risk of breast cancer varied in the past. However, recent studies show no increase in the risk of breast cancer linking to oral contraceptives. Hormone replacement therapy with estrogen and progestin, that is adding progestin to estrogen, can decrease the risk of endometrial hyperplasia and endometrial cancer. However, together can increase the risk of breast cancer by approximately 26% at 5 years based on a large women's health initiative placebo-controlled trial. The combination also increased cardiovascular events and mortality. In contrast, another large women's health initiative trial in women with prior hysterectomy randomized to either unopposed estrogen or placebo showed no increased risk of invasive breast cancer. In fact, there was a trend towards modest reduction of this risk. Odds ratio was 0.77. 95% confidence interval was 0.59 to 1.01. After the results of the Women's Health Initiative trials were published, the use of hormone replacement therapy declined precipitously and may have contributed to decreasing age-adjusted incidence of breast cancer by 6.7% between 2002 and 2003 and 8.6% between 2001 and 2004. Family history, familial predisposition accounts for approximately 5 to 10% of all cases of breast cancer. Therefore, family history is an important element of estimating someone's risk. For example, a woman who has one first degree relative with postmenopausal breast cancer has about 1.5 to two-fold increase in the risk of breast cancer over her lifetime compared to the general population. If the woman has two first-degree relatives with postmenopausal breast cancer, the relative risk increases up to threefold. Having one first-degree relative with premenopausal unilateral breast cancer also increases the risk by threefold. First-degree family member with bilateral premenopausal breast cancer increases the breast cancer risk up to ninefold. Several familial syndromes are known to increase the risk. The best described is hereditary breast and ovarian cancer syndrome that results from inheriting and inactivating autosomal dominant germline mutation in either the BRCA1 or BRCA2 gene. Importantly, these mutations can be passed from the maternal and paternal lineage. Other familial syndromes that confer an increased risk of developing breast cancer include the leave from any syndrome. Cowden syndrome, that is the multiple hematoma syndrome, hereditary diffuse gastric cancer syndrome, the Peutz-Jagger syndrome, and ataxia telangiectasia. Genetic screening and testing, because of serious implications and occasional indeterminate results, genetic screening for germline mutations linked to predisposition to breast cancer, if, if indicated, 
should ideally be done in the context of a referral to genetic counseling service. Based on familial risk factors, the National Comprehensive Cancer Center Network, NCCN, devised guidelines to help physicians decide on whether or not a patient should be referred to genetic counseling. These guidelines are based on whether or not they do or don't have breast cancer. The National Comprehensive Cancer Network, NCCN, uh, guidelines for individuals who don't have breast cancer and were appropriate for genetic screening include two breast cancers, one or two different individuals on the same side of the family, more than one ovarian cancers in individuals from the same side of the family, first or secondary relative with breast cancer diagnosed before the age of 45, more than one family member on the same side of the family with a combination of breast cancer with more than one of the following, thyroid cancer, sarcoma, adrenocortical carcinoma, endometrial cancer, pancreatic cancer, brain tumors, diffuse gastric cancer if there's a family history of lobular breast cancer, skin manifestations and or macrocephaly, leukemia or lymphoma on the same side of the family, especially if early onset. A known susceptibility gene in the family and positive family history of male breast cancer. All these individuals are appropriate for genetic screening. The National Comprehensive Cancer Network NCCN guidelines for individuals who have an affected individual breast cancer include diagnosis at the age below 40 years, although some studies defined early onset as the age below 50, triple negative breast cancer, occurrence of two primary breast cancers, breast cancer at any age and more than one first, second or third degree relatives with breast cancer diagnosed below the age of 50 years or more than one first degree relative with a history of an epithelial ovarian cancer at any age or more than one first degree relative with breast cancer and or pancreatic cancer at any age. Patients belonging to a population that has known increased risk such as Ashkenazi Jewish ancestry. A combination of breast cancer and a history of one of the following, thyroid cancer, sarcoma, adrenocortical carcinoma, endometrial cancer, pancreatic cancer, brain tumors, diffuse gastric cancer, if there's a family history of lobular breast cancer, skin manifestations and or macrocephaly, leukemia, lymphoma on the same side of the family, especially if early onset, a personal history of ovarian cancer, including fallopian tube cancer or primary peritoneal cancer, and male breast cancer. Benign breast disease. There are a number of histologically benign breast lesions identified on biopsy or excision, and some confer an increased risk of developing breast cancer. Benign lesions with no increased risk include fibrocystic disease, simple fibroadenoma, ductal ectasia, Mondor's disease, breast abscess, pseudoangiomatous stromal hyperplasia, galactosil, diabetic mastopathy, uncommon lesions include hematomas, lipomas, squamous apocrine metaplasia, tubular adenomas of the breast, neurofibromas, and sarcoidosis. 
Lesions associated with increased risk of breast cancer include lobular carcinoma in situ, LCIS, ductal hyperplasia, atypical lobular hyperplasia, sclerosing adenosis, diffuse papillomatosis, complex fibroadenomas, and radial scars. Prior exposure to chest wall radiation at an early age, mounting evidence from studies examining survivors of childhood cancers found that patients who receive radiation therapy to the chest as a part of therapy of their prior malignancy such as Hodgkin's lymphoma have a significantly elevated risk of breast cancer. The risk is especially high if the radiation occurred before the age of 30 years, up to 17-fold increase in risk. Personal history of malignancy. The cumulative annual risk of a second primary breast cancer is 0.5 to 1% per year in breast cancer survivors. The risk is even higher in individuals who carry BRCA1 and two mutations or other familial syndromes. It's approximately 2% per year. Antiestrogens described such as tamoxifen and aromatase inhibitors decrease the risk of developing a contralateral breast cancer by approximately 50%. Modifiable risk factors. There are several modifiable risk factors based largely on epidemiological prospective cohort or case control studies. These risk factors include obesity, alcohol intake, smoking and physical activity. Obesity is a risk factor only for postmenopausal women. This is thought to be due to higher endogenous estrogen levels in obese postmenopausal women. Consumption of at least one alcoholic beverage per day has been linked to higher risk of breast cancer compared to persons who do not drink. The risk appears to be dose dependent with relative risks increasing by approximately 7% per every gram increase in alcohol intake. Sedentary lifestyle and smoking can also lead to modest increase in risk of developing breast cancer. Estimating breast cancer risk and prevention of breast cancer. There are several models of estimating probability of developing breast cancer based on a number of risk factors and these are available online at www.cancer.gov. The GALE model, G-A-I-L model, has been used to define high-risk women that were enrolled on several large randomized trials to test breast cancer chemopreventive agents. The selective estrogen receptor modulators, SERM, tamoxifen or aloxifen, both are FDA approved to prevent breast cancer in high-risk women. Despite these approvals, these drugs are underutilized. Screening for breast cancer, routine breast self-examination without mammography has been evaluated in large randomized trials and was not associated with an improvement in breast cancer specific mortality. Screening mammography in women at average risk of developing breast cancer reduces breast cancer specific mortality by about 15 to 20% and 15 to 30% in women aged 40 to 49 and 50 to 75 years respectively. Despite good sensitivity, screening mammography has poor specificity leading to a high rate of false positive results and unnecessary biopsies, particularly in younger women. Conversely, both sensitivity and false positive rate improve in postmenopausal women as they age. Estimates from the US Preventive Services Task Force 
USPSTF screening mammography indicated that 1900, 1339, and 377 women aged between 39 to 49, 50 to 59, and 60 to 69 are needed to be invited for screening in order to prevent one breast cancer related death respectively. Overdiagnosis of breast cancer defined as diagnosis of cancer that normally not contribute to morbidity and mortality in the woman's lifetime is also thought to be significant. Some studies estimate that overdiagnosis risk with screening mammography is up to 30%. Screening mammography annually or every two years as recommended by USPSTF has the best utility in women over 50 years of age but controversy exists in recommendations for screening mammography of women between 40 to 49 years of age. Screening with breast MRI in conjunction with annual mammography can be utilized in women whose lifetime risk of developing breast cancer is greater than 20 to 25%. Women at such an increase of risk include carriers of BRCA1 and 2 mutations. This is podcast number 1 on uh, breast cancer derived from an outstanding chapter on breast cancer by Dr. Robert Veselowski and Dr. Charles Shapiro. Dr. Veselowski is from the Ohio State University and Dr. Shapiro is from the Mount Sinai University School of Medicine. The chapter is derived from Baliga's textbook of internal medicine available at www.mastermedfacts.com.